0: Give me a moment. I'm just gonna blow my nose. Hand him a handkerchief. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Your poor GM does. So last uh, we had a little adventure in the graviton archipelago, um, archipelago, whatever you call it. Which is in the more borderline tropical region of Venus. Since then, you have been contacted by uh, your old friend and uh, philanthropist uh, Moretti, who was present for the very first episode of, of uh, this series, quote unquote, using the old system. He has made contact or he has come into contact with, through his, his uh, philanthropic work, with a um, Bauhaus noble. Uh, in the uh, large treaty city of Heimburg, and uh, he's apparently promised that uh, you guys should help uh, this noble to look into a few things, and he's willing to what uh, do call it? Uh, pay for it, basically. So it's it'll cost the noble nothing, but in exchange, maybe you'll get some goodwill. First of all, he's arranged for you to make your way to Heimburg. Uh, probably be a shuttle. Uh, Heimburg is a Large city, almost as big as Luna. Well, maybe half Luna, Luna City. Luna City is ridiculously large, it's kind of half sized. It's a treaty city, meaning it's not run by any particular noble family. It's instead under a city council, uh, which answers directly to the High Nobles Council of Bauhaus. Because it works like this, it functions a lot like Luna City. Uh, there are, you know, the imperial town, there's Capitolian the capitolian area there's the mishima town uh, area as well so all the corporations are present so, some of the areas are very mixed uh, where you have people from all all walks and some areas are like strictly it's clearly like mishima town there's a large river whose name i i forget the name what it's called running through the entire city it's pretty much rust red from uh, runoff from industries and uh, pollution and such and there's kind of a low smog over uh, large portions of the of the city from various factory industrial portions
1: yeah they terraformed venus so they could pollute it again
0: yeah <laughs> if you were to make like an aerial view of the city it would look like the, the city from from the old movie metropolis like t- massive brutal monumental architecture but when you get into like when yeah, you Bauhaus get architecture. To, when you not Bauhaus architecture, <laughs> but when you get down to the street level, it every street looks like Prague, it, it, like old old Prague. It's borderline medieval, um, stonework, etc. And of course, the classic stuff with gargoyles and and such, and and the same kind of style that you have on the Luna Cathedral is present in the cathedrals here and the various chapels that, that you can see here and there.
2: So brutalist Gothic, okay. That's a vision.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, imagine it, all the aerial shots are, are, are Metropolis. But then when they film like the street level, they've gone to Prague <laughs> to film the street level stuff. So it's almost like it's two, two different locations. <laughs>
2: Having seen Metropolis several times, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much is how it's sh- it portrayed in a movie. Is it? I can't recall. Yeah, once you get the street level, it's all medieval architecture and stuff.
0: <laughs> so anyway, um, you've made it to Heimburg, gotten sorted and situated. Moretti isn't there, but he has left left you with uh, a working budget uh, and directions to uh, the noble in question, which uh, comes enclosed with a. Um, it's basically an invitation to a like fancy dinner here's some pocket money here's a considerable a considerable amount of money and directions to tailors so you don't look like morons which when you show up um what's wrong with my clothes <laughs> this is a fancy fancy party so <laughs> Bauhaus nobles you can't just show up wearing anything <laughs> no
2: what my wife beater isn't good enough for them
0: Yeah, unless you want them to mistake you for a particularly dense servant. (laughs) You can always wear your chauffeur cap and stay with the car.
2: Yeah, I may actually do that.
0: Uh, Fair warning, that means that you might be uh, missing out on some things. But if you you get a swanky uh, sort of servants or chauffeurs get up, you might be able to be at the party anyway, right? But you'll just be considered the help.
2: That'd be fine, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll let Jack do all the talking.
0: (laughs) All right. I expect that I must, uh,
3: that there is a societal norm to meet here to dress as though the weather does not bother me. I will make sure that I use my money to conform to that expectation.
2: So we'll go to their tailors and see what they do do to us. We'll go to the tailors.
0: Sure. They, They fancy you up like nothing else. No problem. Very good. So finally, on a high hill uh, in the midst of Heimberg, about the smog. Yes, uh, there is a, a tall tower, uh, atop which there is almost like somebody has made a um a manor house, mini castle on top of the the tower towering brutalist building. And um, this is the penthouse manor uh, you have been invited to, and you get there by boarding a like an airship. Not a cable car? No, no, an an airship. A smaller airship. You can take the elevator or the stairs, but that's not how most people get there.
2: So we have an air taxi taking us there.
0: Yeah, dirigible for... And it's maybe you and five other guests. And they all appear to be different species of lower-rank nobility. At least this is what Ava would be able to glean from their various, you know, rings and uh, cufflinks and... Uh, fashion in general.
2: I'm busy my finger in my collar all the time because I'm wearing a tie. It's like, "Ah, oh, how do you stand this?"
0: <laughs> so you're deposited or or let off basically uh onto a little platform that leads up through a, a little colonnaded uh, walk, pointy um what are they called, anyway? A little mini trees, Mediterranean style trees, pointy trees. There's a word for it, but I don't care. Fancy little garden up there, very small in front of the actual manor, and uh, you're let into a uh, fancy entrance hall and with a double flight of stairs, and everything is, you know, carved and uh, with um, uh, either cogs or um, the various noble family iconography. There's both medieval style armors like Plate armor, and there's also like newer, uh, what you would call like, a, you know, Venusian Ranger Kevlar composite, shiny white, <laughs> you know, armor sets. Get a look at the shoulder pads on that thing. Yes, <laughs> you're greeted by, um, uh, the Lord and Lady Sternberg, which would be Sternberg in English, it's just a uh, S T E R N B E R G, so Berg as an iceberg. Who both appear to be on the wealthier side of a lower ranking nobility, and Ava might know that some of this family had, in the long past, many kind of glorious contributions to the corporation. They've published tactical treatises they have they've been instrumental in art. A long, long time ago, somebody published a, a great uh, book that became a fantastic bestseller across. Bauhaus called Blood and Honor, uh, about the original settlers of Venus. They're this family that used to be, you know, big shots, but they've kind of faded into the back with, with when new noble families have taken over and, and, and their new works have overshadowed the old, right? But th- these this family used to be the foundation for what it meant to be Bauhausian. So perhaps
3: not be quite as formal as Mishima, but do all due respect... We're very grateful to you for your hospitality and the opportunity to uh, to be hosted by your many storied house. <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> Maybe that is a bit too mishima. I don't know.
0: Well, I think I think they appreciate it, right? This is clear, and I think uh, the the lady uh, Vivian, she maybe looks a bit like like a Bauhaus version of Galadriel, right? So she 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 looks very amused at your <laughs> your, your attempt at politeness. I've
3: been away from Heim for too long.
0: <laughs> a long way from Heim, <laughs> far from Heim. Uh, she she actually says, "Well, what a, what a delightful guest." Perhaps you and your friends and I can, uh, can uh, go to the other drawing room here and, and speak a little about this great and storied past. Uh, you must be interested if you know of uh, our uh, family's exploits. Indeed. I
3: feel your fame is far and wide, but I would be delighted to, to hear more. And so let us retire.
0: All right. So she invites you and, and uh, the three of you basically, to a little aside. Like, the others um, are being entertained by the lord, and uh, she takes you into a kind of library, kind of fancy drawing room library place with uh, uh, exotic Venusian beasts um, displayed, uh, like, hunting trophies, basically. There are swords hanging on the walls, and uh, there's probably, like, a a bust of some, like, illustrious ancestor in an alcove, Uh, you know, and she starts to point out, you know, well, uh, uh, you, of course, uh, recognize Bant and uh, his contributions to the military understanding of uh, the Mishima Corporation, a foundation, really, for um, much of our current uh, military. What's the term? Well, she uses some fancy word that I can't recall at the moment. Uh, She's obviously way more eloquent than I
3: am. (laughs) He is a foundational part when we were at Academy. We still look up to him very much today.
0: Oh, indeed, you heard him uh, mention at the Academy. Uh, I would have thought that uh, other um, more younger houses might have uh, supplanted his name in, um, in the books by now.
3: It is always important to keep a clear vision of what our house has been through and keep its example burning in our hearts for the greater future of Bauhaus.
0: I think she's more more than a lot, in uh, infatuated <laughs> with your flattery, <laughs> and, and your like very formal ways. And she puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "Please, please, uh, we should speak as as almost as if we are sisters. You you need not uh, uh, lay lay on the, uh, the politeness too thick."
3: I will try to I'll I'll try to dial it back.
0: Although I am sure that. Um, David would uh, much appreciate if you spoke that way to him. Uh, but I don't suggest that you indulge him. When I'm entering any
3: social situation, always uh, it takes a little bit to feel out exactly what level I need to be at.
0: Now, I understand you must be friends of this Moretti woman, man. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yes, uh, David spoke uh, at length about him. It seems we have a common interest in, in the, uh, the work of philanthropy. The education of the um, the lower classes yes, and uh, well, your business really is not with me specifically, but rather with David, but perhaps I can entertain until David can be well can disentangle himself from his sycophants, you know she calls in some for some refreshments you're, you're free to partake or not hors d'oeuvres basically yeah, little stuff like that, um, small drinks, and she talks a little about her shared passion for, uh, you know, education and uplifting everybody. If everybody is a strong cog, then the machine works better. Yep. And after a little while, her uh, her husband David comes in. I, if I were to cast him um, in a in a TV series or movie, I would probably cast Udo Kier. Um You might remember him as or recognize him as the double-crossing employer in Johnny Mnemonic or you know various european horror movies he has a very distinct kind of piercing uh, gaze kind of large blue green eyes dark hair he looks somewhat aristocratic but also kind of perverse somehow <laughs> <laughs> he steps in closes the the doors behind him the, the, these would kind of like, like doors uh, uh, doors that you you pull apart um and they slide into the wall and kind of closes them behind him uh, almost like he's closing all of you in into his little trap, and he says, "Ah, oh, my dear, you you've entertained my um my uh, good friend Moretti's uh, acquaintances, I see." Um, and she says, uh, "Yes, of course, darling." Now uh, it seems I must go and entertain your other guests. My apologies. Do enjoy yourselves," she says to the rest of you.
3: "We're grateful to
0: you." She goes out a different way. She uses a little other uh, another door uh, between some of the bookcases. And uh, David Sternberg uh, walks over, and he uh, gives the the bust a uh, little look, and then he turns suddenly on all of you, and he says, um, So our common friend tells me that you are very good at uh, tracking people down. Yes, my lord Sternberg, we have helped him
3: in such regard recently.
0: Are you also good at uh, tracking down uh, objects, items, lost things? Indeed
3: especially if we can attach it to a person. That makes it easier, but we can also seek out items.
0: He goes over and pours himself a, a strong drink um, from a the classic noir movie tray with the, the liquor and the crystal glasses and that stuff. He uh, loosens his tie a little bit, which is a bit surprising because mo- these noble types are usually like, uh, you know, propriety is is alpha and omega you don't mess with the you know how you present yourself but he apparently isn't uh, the type to care much about that
3: and if you're the most important person in the room
0: yeah <laughs> fair <laughs> and he says um well um i have a little trouble you see that well i perhaps i should start from the beginning uh he sits down crosses his legs uh sips the drink looks you all over several months ago some of my employees discovered a, uh, well, let's say a chapel uh, a deep in one of the lost cities here on on um, Venus. These uh, lost cities, uh, they harken back to a time of the first settlers, you understand. And uh, so whatever is found there has a, an immense cultural and historical value to our common understanding of the past, something that's the Brotherhood, Sometimes it's a little over sellers in preventing us from having access to. Perhaps you understand also the... If you are friends with Moretti, you will understand that... Um, I feel it is, a, is it is important that everybody understands our past so that we know where we are going and uh, that we don't repeat the old mistakes. But in any case, I I, I digress. They recovered a uh, series of uh, valuable items and uh, a few of these items have now become lost i hired a well an expert uh due to the uh, nature of some of these objects a herr sobel uh, but herr sobel has uh, well he has not of late been very good at returning my calls and when he does return my calls he uh, well he raves and speaks uh, in in ways that would uh, well, disturb many a uh, normal man. I've seen quite a lot in my long career, uh, not not the least uh, in uh, the military. But uh, but uh, he, I am not sure he is of uh, right of mind of, of, of uh, what would say of of proper. Yeah, he uses some term like that. Better term than I can whip up at a moment's notice. He doesn't seem himself. That's what he says. Like, he does not seem himself. I would very much like that uh, you could, if you could find Herr Sorbel uh, and ascertain what has gone wrong and what he has done with uh, the items I sent him. These are these are highly important cultural items.
3: Certainly. If we could have the particulars of exactly which items we'll be retrieving, it could aid us when we begin our inquiries and contact Herr Sorbel.
0: Of course. He seems to think a bit, and then he drains the rest of the drink a little crudely, uh, puts it away, and he stands up, he straightens his tie, straightens his jacket, closes it and, and, and does the button, and uh, directs you to the side door through which his wife Vivian went out. He says, this way, please. All right. Yeah, as you're filing out together, he says, uh, I, wish to, I wish to properly inform you about it uh, probably illustrates the importance of these findings so it is best you see some of these uh, items for yourselves and he guides you through the interior of the manse first i think you get to a an office and this is like a large airy office windows that are are like 10, 10, 10 12 foot windows floor to ceiling large desk you know and in one of the the walls there's a not a vault door. It's it's much more artistic than that. It's more like a like a, almost like an Art Deco metal door that has a few like little levers and and such. He uh, pulls a few of the levers and then he opens a, a little box next to the to the door and and it, there's a like an alphanumeric keypad there and he blips on it a few times and then he closes it and the door starts to sort of split open and and uh, open up. And as it does, he turns to you and says, uh, now, I hope I have your confidence in not telling anyone about what you see in here.
3: The strictest confidence.
0: Thank you, thank you. Uh, Some information in the wrong hands would uh, perhaps, uh, well, it would uh, would tempt lesser minds. (laughs) As he says that, he uh, goes into the, whatever the vault is, right? And if you look in or turn the corner, then it's, it's a room almost almost as spacious as his office. There's a lot of like artifacts in there, um, clearly displayed, old, uh, damaged um, armor pieces, remains of, you know, that Lassiter, the first laser pistol, that kind of thing from uh, Firefly, that kind of thing. you can see in a corner, something like that. But the domina- dominating item in here is, in the center of the room, there is a massive sarcophagus. Made from probably basalt or something. It's black stone. It, it would it would fit a, a giant basically, it, like uh, it, it's um, maybe eighteen feet in length in total and uh, wide enough to to accommodate like a person of eighteen feet in height. Oh well, sixteen maybe, considering the the, the thickness of the sarcophagus.
2: The doorway we entered in was it big enough for this to be pulled through?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the entire it could have been moved in through uh, with one of the through the windows into the office itself and then into there. So you notice that immediately when you come in, there there are these like spots in the ceiling that like light up as as uh, David walks in and illuminates it. Uh, and of course, we get the the old timey like sound effect of of uh, of switching a, <laughs> a heavy you know breaker, the chunk,
2: massive relays clicking yes. in.
0: Uh, And you can see now in the light that there are carvings on the sides of the sarcophagus, all along the sides. He walks up to the sarcophagus. He puts a hand on a a corner and turns around. This gentleman, lady, is the uh, least mobile of the objects recovered from the uh, lost city. Uh, It is my belief that it is perhaps the last resting place of uh, one of the the original cardinals or one of his warriors or something of the like. Uh, Observe the pictures, the the reliefs carved uh, on the sides. See here, he points to one of the sides where uh, you see a bald man in some kind of armor sitting on a throne, and he's uh, holding up like a a rod or a spire or something. And there are these artistic depictions of like beams coming out of the spire. And there are um, people all around him, uh, gathered around him beneath the the throne, you know, looking up and holding up their hands to him. See here how we have a man deeply worshipped, uh, some sort of uh, demigod, which this is a depiction which... Would not be odd for an old cardinal, but we could can of course not be certain uh see here uh and he shows another part of the carvings shows uh, the same figure bald figure uh commanding legions of warriors um in in battle and uh the battle is taking place in what looks like an awfully modern town, right, but they're all wielding like swords and axes and um like medieval type weaponry at least in the in the carving and there are like wrecks of cars and helicopters and such where you, you could more or less recognize these things and uh, there's there's a lot of this along the sides uh, and and him looking heroic and defeating various various uh, kind of faceless figures There's one panel where a bunch of uh, enemy faceless enemies uh, attempt to harm him and as soon as their weapons touch him they they you know they die So this, as you can see, is apparently a man of great potency, at least in the mythology of the people who carved this this sarcophagus.
2: Pardon me, pardon me, uh, your, what's the proper word? Your grace. Your grace, but uh, you looked inside
0: that yet? Pointing to the sarcophagus. He he stops when he says that and turns to you and and awaits your question and and, um, says, um, yes, I was coming to that. But before that, uh, let's observe the last image, Uh, and he points to a a panel that it has this figure in robes, um, this bald, large figure in robes, and he's being carried into the air by winged skeletons, and uh, there are kind of mourning masses beneath. Now, this is where I think, perhaps, I am sure this must be some sort of cardinal or or worshipped figure, since... We all know that uh, the original Cardinal Nathaniel, he died from his wounds fighting, at least so the Brotherhood tells us, he died from his wounds fighting uh, an apostle of the Dark Soul, uh, and this perhaps is, could perhaps be his final resting place, or at least originally intended to be his final resting place. Well, I, I will not conjecture as to as to the baldness of Cardinal Nathaniel, but um the imagery seems to suggest something of a, of a hiss of death, and passing on, and being mourned, and uh, a great hero. Uh, now, as to the contents, this sarcophagus was breached, and uh, interestingly, the only things we found in there were three stone tablets. Uh, two were square and had... Um, Uh, strange inscriptions uh, in a language we could not understand. And one was a circular object uh, with concentric concentric rings of also some sort of foreign script. And the center of it was a, uh, not not very very precious, uh, but nevertheless um, beautiful uh, pink uh, gemstone. And it is this last object which I sent off to Herr Sobel for analysis. And perhaps uh, decoding or 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 transcribing or or translating the text itself, and uh, this is what Hasobel has not has failed to he has failed to inform me on his uh, his discoveries in this matter, and he has become uh, well seemingly unstable as I mentioned before. Now perhaps you understand the severity here if these objects are at all of a significance that might tempt agents of the Dark Soul or zealous members of the Brotherhood who do not want uh, the information of the past to be passed on to the descendants of humanity. Many strange, many many dangerous things might have happened, perilous things. Maybe somebody has tempered with his mind or something. It is disturbing to consider that he
3: may have fallen into heresy.
0: Well, uh, I I confess I did not inform the Brotherhood of this discovery for fear that they might simply take it away and, and lock it in a vault somewhere. Ironic, considering what I have done. But at least I am looking to give the information to people everywhere. Uh, so I do not, for certain, know if these objects are indeed uh, touched. But I, I think, considering the uh, the panels, we are not dealing with somebody, or at least not uh, not some sort of heretic, or or servant of his, uh, the Dark Soul. Would you agree? that seemed like a correct assessment for him? Does he believe that? Yes, he believes. Well, he wants to believe it, for sure.
2: So, besides calling him up on the phone, have you actually sent anyone there to to where he is, or
0: do you know where he is? Well, he has not returned to his home in some time. I know that much. I was about to hire some professionals when, uh, when uh, your friend, Morty, suggested I should contact you. Or he would send you over, uh, rather.
3: Well, as we do not believe that he's a heretic, then when we find him, we will approach him in a polite and sympathetic manner.
0: Please, please do. He seemed a man of somewhat nervous temperament before he got a hold of the uh, uh, the disc. He will be in need of comfort. Busy
2: thinking about my bolt, my Sher- Sherman bolters. You know, yeah, we can give him some comfort with that.
1: I guess can you give us address of his home? Any known associates that he might go to if he uh, were on the run? That sort of thing. Yes,
0: of course. Uh, he uh, walks out of the vault, waits for you to exit with him. Then he he makes sure that it's closed and sealed, and he walks over to his desk and he pulls out.
2: You know, it'd be funny if, uh, as he walks out, the lights go out. But not for us. You know, they, they stay. You know, oh, we got to follow after him because the lights going out.
0: <laughs> he digs out some some kind of address book, takes out a piece of paper, and he uh, copies down Sobel's address. Sobel is, um, her Adrian Sobel, and he is apparently a an an expert in ancient languages at the uh, local one of the local universities and uh, lives uh, off campus, but near campus in a an in a, uh, like apartment complex. So you get the address, and uh, he hands over the, the paper with the notes to the first person who's nearest person. Uh, and he says, uh, you might want to uh, inquire with uh, the faculty at his university. Perhaps they have more information about his uh, regular contacts and acquaintances. Certainly. Thank, Thank you. My pleasure. Any other questions? What
1: was the time frame the last time you contacted him?
0: Well, he has been behaving oddly for a week, perhaps ten days. And the last contact was, uh, well, uh, two days ago, a day before yesterday. Gave you no
1: indication of where he was at the time?
0: No. No, he did not. Although he did at that time answer his phone at his home.
1: Okay. Well, looking at my
0: colleagues... uh...
1: Nobody else has any other questions?
0: I believe we are ready to begin. But is it you, uh, you Capitolian say? Capital?
1: I believe that's a little more
3: imperial.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. Let's get a hurry on. Ah, let's get our hurry on. Okay. He writes that down. I am spreading my my fame everywhere. <laughs> Not always an appropriate uh, exclamation for a driver, but I like it. Right? Oh, my lord,
3: we hope to have... Good news soon.
1: Just since I do have sharp, he hasn't been lying to us, right?
0: No, no. Everything he's told you is is something that he believes himself. He's he's not trying to hide anything or or intentionally, like uh, you know, when you ask a question, he says no. Or it was it was two days ago when it was rather yesterday. Not none, none of that. Nothing is a lie. Good to have that certainty.
1: Yeah. So I think we head to Sobel's home see what
0: there. All right, so uh, you, you get excused. Uh, you see Vivian waving you, waving you goodbye from a, a, a mess of, of other low no, nobility. Is
2: there a buffet
0: table anywhere
2: or no? no. Sure, I'm like, yeah. I might like, pick up something and just shove it in my pocket.
0: All right. I think one of the servants shows you to uh, an elevator, um, and you get, to, you get to ride the elevator down all the way down. <laughs> to an appropriate, uh, you know, street level. Open up the rumble seat. All right, let's let's get to
2: his. Uh, look at the address. Yeah, no problem. I'll get I'll get us lickety split.
0: No problem. Get to the apartment complex. It's uh, decent repair. Um, some some graffiti here and there, but it's odd graffiti because a lot of it is like it's almost like it's like Bauhaus propaganda graffiti <laughs> it's not like a rebel scrawled like don't trust the, the duke or something it's it's rather more like uh obey <laughs> but yeah you you enter no problem there's a nosy looking concierge but she doesn't she doesn't stop you or accost you or anything she's mo- most like when you come into the hallway you can see the door opening a crack and she kind of sticks her nose out and squints at you. And kind of observes you as if you stop and have a conversation. Obviously, we can have that, but otherwise, you just observe as you pass. Was he on like the third floor, or yeah, uh, probably the sixth? No elevator, right? Uh, there is an elevator, but it only takes two people. I'm up for up for a
2: climb. How about you guys? Fine. Part of my head's imagining the building from bl- the apartment building that De- Deckard's in in uh, Blade Runner.
0: Definitely that kind of elevator. Unfortunately.
2: Big open central atrium area, and we just climb the stairs.
3: My footwear was appropriate to the party, so I will see you on the landing.
2: <laughs> Ooh, it's a, a challenge! I start going up two stairs at a time. So you get up there, and you are
0: short of breath.
2: Yeah, but do I, Peter? Doubtful.
0: I have speed. I have quick speed. Plus one speed. If you make an effort, sure. Right, but then you're then you're out of breath and sweating. Not that that matters. I'm sweaty already. So you get up there. You get to his uh, apartment. Uh, it's a sobel on the door. the The door is, uh, you know, appears to be in ordinary condition. Nothing has been doesn't look kicked in or anything. Doorbell. Uh sure. We'll ring the doorbell. Probably a buzzer. Yeah, know. I think it's more like a buzzer. So there's no reply. You know, maybe you buzz it a few more times. Nobody answers.
2: Well, tip my hat up and put my ear against the door and listen.
0: Uh, I don't think you hear anything like uh, shuffling or movement or anything.
1: I don't hear anything. Either of you better than me at picking locks?
0: What would that be coordination or in- intelligence? I think it would be adroit uh, talent and probably coordination.
3: Alas, I'm but a commando. Alas,
0: I'm
2: a I'm a fast driver. We all turn look at Jack. <laughs> I mean, I saw you pick locks in, in that one movie.
1: Yeah, it wasn't really locked.
2: <laughs>
1: well, keep a lookout, and I'll try to pick it. Okay, right, give me a dex
0: coordination. Coordination, yeah. Same difference. Ooh, yeah. No. Something you want to spend strain on, or
1: I might as well spend sprain, strain so we'll at least get a partial.
0: There you go, partial. Yep. So you uh, you get the door open. Unfortunately, the door is this annoying Bauhaus door that has a like a non-standard uh, in- key like interior mechanism so your picks get stuck very annoying so if you want to hide that you've picked the door you're gonna have to break them off or something oh damn snap okay at least it doesn't look like the, it, it's been tampered with uh, this also means unfortunately that you can't work the mechanism so you're gonna have to like close the door in quotation marks but the the door, uh, what do you call it, the, the bolt that goes into the, the door frame is, you can close the door, but you can't lock it. Lights on inside, or? It's dark. It smells like it hasn't been cleaned in a month. Dusty, and uh, it smells like sweaty sheets. Oh, normal then. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a lazy man who lives by himself. <laughs> it, it's not a big apartment. Uh, there's a hallway with a, a wardrobe, toilet. Uh, That opens up into kind of a, there's a kitchen area in the living room, basically. And then there's a bedroom to the side. It's a little messy, like he hasn't done his dishes in a while. The living room table is kind of covered with, uh, uh, in fact, like a lot of the apartment is covered in in like academic texts, books. uh, On like hypothetical linguistic uh, derivation from old earth. Blah blah blah. Languages of old Luna, <laughs> Mishima dialects, all that stuff. And the living room table has a bunch of notes on it that he's clearly been taking in his taking in his own hand. The door to the bedroom is is open. Uh, you don't see anyone in there, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the the overview.
1: Uh, look at Eva and say, um, "You're a clever type. You want anyway, to look over these notes?"
0: I will. Uh, how about you make roll an int to see if you can make sense of it? Because a lot of it is like academic jargon. Okay. No problem. Okay. Maybe maybe you went to the same university or something. You took this class. <laughs> yep. You got to be well rounded to be an agent. So you you see directly that uh, these are notes that he's been uh, he's been copying sections from various linguistic books, uh, and he's written down. His observations regarding what he calls the object and what he calls rings, uh, which by which he probably means the concentric lines of um, text on the on the disc that um, Sternberg uh, told you about. It seems like he's 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 having some considerable problems finding like an ancestor or a common ancestor or like uh, you know he's possible uh, uh, relative form question mark, and then, you know, a bunch of notes of that order. So he's been taking careful notes and, and looking into the exact genealogy, if you will, of the, of the writing. But he hasn't been able to identify it yet.
3: That's interesting that he's been having some considerable difficulty mm-hmm. identifying exactly what language the inscriptions were in. So it seems that he has not completed. He's still at an early stage of translations.
1: So, but it's all coherent. Is it like the ravings of a madman?
0: I mean, it's a little jumbled, but it's it's not more jumbled than an academic who's a little nutty, maybe, who might like.
3: Right, because he's he's writing to himself, not, this is not the academic paper. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, while she's doing that, I guess I'll go searching around the other room.
0: All right. Uh, you notice pretty much immediately in in the other room that there's a phone and a, a Bauhaus answering machine, and there's a red light that's blinking on the machine.
1: Oh, well, let's listen to his messages.
0: Okay, so uh, two of them are from uh, the university, a couple of his uh, colleagues asking for consultation, uh, and the last one is is uh, from somebody uh, called uh, Emma. Uh, she she's like, hey, it's Emma. I had a good time last time. Let's do it again, okay? I'll be at the and she mentions a uh, some sort of establishment, probably a pub or a bar or a or a club, you know, this weekend, and then that's message. And that message is over.
1: Does the machine tell you when people left the messages?
0: Uh I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay, very very basic. All knows in his
2: in his wardrobe. Is it? Is there like a suitcase in there, or I mean, is, is
0: it look like he's packed up and went someplace, or? He has a suitcase, sure. It just looks like it's been used. He has a pretty minimalist wardrobe, uh, and he looks like the type who might wear the same suit jacket uh, for two weeks before he uh, takes it to the cleaners. Uh,
2: is there an upper shelf in the in the wardrobe?
0: Oh yeah, sure. Uh,
2: yeah, I know it's around up there. I see if there's like he's got a box or anything up there that might you know where he might keep valuables or something.
0: Sure. You find a shoebox, and there's a bunch of stuff in there—old photos. Uh, there's probably like a couple of military medals. As far as it seems odd that he would have won some of these medals, because they're like the Bauhaus version of Purple Hearts, that kind of thing. You know, unless he has a a secret past, <laughs> you know, as a as a hero heirlooms.
2: I'll bring those out and put them on the table and look at some of the old photos and say, I wonder if he's been
0: anywhere. Most of them are, uh, appear to be old family photos, but a few of them are taken with him and a uh, young woman uh, with a kind of a, not a bob cut, but like a very short black hairdo, kind of square cut. In one place, they're kind of like outside of a uh, of a restaurant. The one photo is take, clearly taken by a stranger, and they're on a high bridge somewhere in Heimburg. I think maybe on the back of one of them, there's like a you know lipstick, uh, smart, uh, lipstick mark, uh, kissy face, lipstick mark, and and uh, it's like heart Emma.
2: But I basically, can tell that it's a more recent photo than the others. Yeah,
0: these these are more recent. Hold
2: up, think he's it with his girlfriend. Possibly. I probably I don't know if I heard
0: the uh, phone message or not. You probably all heard it. It's not like very noisy in this small apartment. Where was that? Where, where where was that place they were going to meet at? You can look it up. He probably has a phone book. You know the equivalent. Oh, loss. <laughs> the place she's she's going to too far away. It's it's uh, on the other. If the campus is in the middle, he's to the left, and the establishment is to the to the right of campus on the on the map of uh, the city, if you will.
2: Looking at her haircut,
0: I don't think she's a student. Eh, uh, she. Could could be a student, but uh, maybe she studies something else. Fashion? Could be faculty. Could be.
2: Look for one doesn't have lipstick on it and say, maybe you should go visit his uh, comrades in the um, university and uh, hold up the picture of the two of them,
1: see if they know anything. That is how we might find who she is. we might find him.
3: If we're lucky, she might be at that establishment, hoping that uh, even though he has not returned the call, that... He may show up.
2: The worst case scenario, we get a drink and talk to the bartender and see if he remembers them.
0: Mm. So Harry is probably the one who's closest to the door, right? Because you've been going through the wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, And then you maybe took a few steps into the living room to have a conversation with the others. hmm But you hear kind of like the, the creaking of the door as it's coming open.
2: I turn around.
0: Or if we're very lucky, he's returning home now. <laughs>
2: It's either it's either some goon with a gun or it's the concierge poking her nose and wondering what the hell we're doing up here.
0: Yeah, it's it's the concierge uh, little woman, uh, upper 40s. Uh, she has a, a kind of pinched face, squinty eyes. She has a keychain in one hand and uh, like a flashlight in the other. She starts shining the flashlight at, at, at the, <laughs> the three of you uh, or oh, anyone who's in near, which is probably Harry. Kind of annoyingly in your face, so, so you have to, like, squint or, or put up your, your hand if you want to see her. And she goes, Sir, who are you people? We're doing a welfare check on Air Somo. Welfare check? Hasobal works for the university?
3: Yes. A man who was consulting him has grown concerned about him. Well, oh, that kind of welfare.
0: Uh, and who's this person? We cannot uh, tell you who we were working for. Sorry. Well, uh... Noble patron. Oh, you say noble person, patron. So she starts with, like, uh, trying to clearly, like, figure out a way to <laughs> implicate you in some sort of crime. But then you say a noble patron, and she's then she backs off. So, aha, uh-huh. well.
1: When was the last time you saw Herr Sobel? Uh,
0: a couple of days, perhaps, ago. He came in, he collected a few things, left some clothing. Has he had any
1: unusual visitors?
0: Well, besides you, yes, I believe he had... Uh, He had that no-good girl over a couple of days before that.
2: I'll flash the picture. This person?
0: She moves the flashlight down to the picture. and goes, yes, yes, that's the one. Always smokes. Always smokes in the hall. Do you know who she is? I don't keep track of their names.
2: It's a look for me, but I don't say anything.
0: Other than her, there was, I believe, a a suited gentleman came by. Seemed uh, an all-right sort. Oh, I don't know why he would be associating with her sober. Can you
1: describe this individual?
0: Um, he was perhaps 50. He had uh, gray in his hair. He had a fine suit, attache case. I don't know. Perhaps he was uh, related to the university somehow. This
1: was how long ago?
0: Uh, a week, perhaps. Actually, she says that, and then she puts the, the flashlight under her arm, and she digs into her... Like, uh, she has this dress with a front pocket. She digs into the front pocket, fishes out a little book, and then she flips through it and goes, ah, eight days ago, Tuesday. How does that match up with how long he's had the artifact? A couple of weeks. He would have had it, uh, well, not two weeks, 10 10 10 days total. So this would have been like just a couple of days after he got the the disc. Did um, Sternberg say he started sounding... Crazy. Uh, I don't think he specified when exactly he started sounding crazy. He said of late he has not either been bad at returning the calls or when he de- returns the calls he's not been himself or not stable. But there were
1: no messages from Sternberg.
0: Not on the machine, no. But that
2: sort of lines up with it being he came two days ago. That's maybe when he got the
0: call. Well, at least Sternberg did not leave any messages after that. If he called, which he didn't lie about, so you've been uh, helpful, Madame. I
1: hope we find zobel safe and sound, and this is all a misunderstanding.
2: Sorry about the lock.
0: She, <laughs> <laughs> she okay? She looks down at the lock and then at you. I pull out some uh, bills, <laughs>
1: hand them over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she whatever she was about to say, she closes up and, and snatches the, the bills. The Bauhaus marks. Sure, you might have exchanged them for, for Bauhaus money.
1: I'll go on the expense report.
0: <laughs> All right, then. Well, if you're done here, I wouldn't mind going back to my dramas. Come on
1: and look at the others.
0: Sorry for the intrusion. We hope you enjoy your evening. She nods to you. Clearly expects you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Are you watching the Schmitz? The Schmitz and the Schnitzels. Yes.
2: Oh, I like that
0: one. Come on, Harry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you exit, you have a few leads, the the bar campus.
2: It's a it's a campus bar.
0: Well, it's not on campus, but fair enough. <laughs> the campus itself and the faculty, you know, administration you could you could also muck around with. And of course, who who's this person who came to visit him?
2: We might do, do first hit the campus or hit the bar?
1: Campus is on the way to the bar, so yep. get campus first.
0: Well The campus is an it's an old, old institution. It, it's a fenced-in area with the wrought iron fences and and statues of of Bauhausian paragons of Bauhaus, right? Some some noble benefactor or uh, or other. You you get to enter this uh, fancy, high ceiling uh, administration building with the, uh, a reception desk with the, a Four people working at once, filing the various stuff, answering phones.
1: You know, looking for his department.
0: Uh, do you mean um, talking to anyone and looking yeah. for Okay, okay. Good. So, yeah, one of the receptionists um, looks up, says, uh, Oh Hasobul? yeah, he would be in the linguistics department um, that would be building four. There is a leak currently, so you will have to use the side entrance. But uh, just go around the back. You take the stairs in the back. Uh, up to uh, the third floor, and you will find the linguistics department. Leak? Yes, old pipes, uh, old building. It will be fixed. With any luck, we'll find he's been sleeping in his office.
2: Oh, we don't have that luck.
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. So uh, if you follow the direction, get to the linguistics department, uh, no problem. And uh, you find a woman in a kind of lab suit, glasses, messy hair, Uh, talking to what appears to be maybe a kind of campus security equivalent man. He's very tall, uh, blonde flat top, has a baton and a a Bauhaus machine pistol, which, of course, everything is militarized (laughs) in this world. So there you go. I kind of turn over to you when you show up. The uh, little researcher woman goes, uh, hello, Uh, can I help you, people? I'm looking for the linguistics department. Uh, You found us.
1: Looking at her lab coat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Doing some of those linguistic experiments. You got (laughs) to wear the proper (laughs) safety glasses.
0: She notices that you look at her coat and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm also in chemistry. Seems an odd combination. I don't think so. Yeah. She's just like flat. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs)
1: We're inquiring about Adrian Sobel.
0: Oh, Adrian? Have you seen him? He has not been in to the department in some time.
1: That is why we're inquiring about him. Um, He has a client who um, enlisted his services, and he has become incommunicado.
0: Uh, Is this about the Sternberg uh, disk?
1: You are informed of this?
0: Well, yes. uh, Adrian brought it by. must have been a week ago. Uh, and we had a, a quick look at it uh, as a sort of consultation. Uh, we took some photos and uh, made some conjectures about what kind of language it might be. So, so yes, of course I do. How do you know the um, – are you investigating this for Hestgenberg?
1: His uh, disappearance has um, concerned the uh, – did he have a title?
0: Uh, uh, hmm. Baron. Yeah, Baron, probably Baron. I see. Okay, you work for the Baron. All right. Uh, well, uh, I, I would surely like to aid the Baron, however I can. So, when was the
1: last time you, you saw him? Then was that a week ago? Have you talked to him since then?
0: Uh, it perhaps. Was it? She looks over to the the security man. Uh, Hans. Was it? Uh, was it the twelfth? Uh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He nods. So the that was five days ago. That was the last time he came and he removed the the disk. It was here until then. did he say where are you taking it? uh no, he was here very briefly. uh he came in, and we had a chat.
1: Did he seem seem unusual frame of mind anyway off
0: so Hans pipes in and goes, uh, yes, he seemed stressed uh, and like he hadn't been sleeping.
2: Do we see his office
0: uh, well, of course. So he goes ahead of you. Um, she tags along and he unlocks the office door. Has he
1: had any other unusual visitors? Has he consulted with some of the other, or, and has he consulted with other people here at the university about this?
0: Well, yes, of course, several other researchers, uh, others in the linguistics department. We also looked into some of the archaeological, what would you say, The the, the archaeology department. Basically, the archaeology and history departments for uh, cross-references.
2: Have you seen him with this person, I hope, the photograph? Uh, The photograph with Emma?
0: Yeah. Uh, No, I have not. Should I have? Mm. Social contact, it seems. I look over at at Jack, raise an eyebrow. You know, she says, he was on the phone one day and called somebody sweetie or something. So... Okay. Well, let's... let's, uh, carefully investigate his office his office
3: and just ask the question that uh jack and i are sure that everything that hans and this doctor have said have been yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: they're they're being correct being true. they seem concerned that uh, to make a good impression people who work for the baron good and not to the point where they're trying to lie to hide their <laughs> you know mis, missteps right so uh, they uh, let you into the office itself. Uh, it's kind of a large shared office. There are multiple desks. They show you his, his desk looks a bit like the work version of his living room desk. Although a cursory look reveals that there's really nothing here in relate, relation to like the desk. Uh, all the papers and books uh, relate to other things, other projects
1: go through and see if i can find anything that might relate to uh emma hmm okay
0: uh roll a d6 regular regular d6
1: i only have odd
0: d6s oh well <laughs> well with the six um yeah yeah i mean you maybe you pull out a drawer and uh, you find a key with a key tag that uh, has a heart uh drawn on it on the tag Appears to be like uh It's not a key. It's like keys to multiple locks. It's probably for an apartment.
1: Well, do not need my picks. I just need to know <laughs> <laughs> where. Pocket those.
0: Awesome. Where did he keep the disc?
2: Well, in, in, it was in his office, or was it someplace else?
0: Yes, uh, she says. She walks over to uh, a an in office safe. Goes through the combination. Opens the safe. Points in. Uh, You know, this is where we kept it quite safe, I assure you. And uh, we used uh, this area for for the study of it. And there's a particular, like, study table with strong lamps and such.
2: Magnifying glasses and crap like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. There weren't any people that they knew of, uh, like, that weren't part of the university that came and looked at it?
0: Uh, You know, I did not have... uh, complete insight into all of the contacts that uh, that uh, Adrian tapped in order to identify the language or the potential age of the object in the question, the disk. But uh, in person, that I saw only faculty members, either either from the linguistics department here or the uh, archaeology and uh, and history departments.
2: None of them are
0: missing, are they? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, no, not that I'm aware of. You know Hans just shakes his head.
1: Anybody else got anything we I think we should check here
2: no i I think we're due for a drink
1: if if uh, nobody here had any particular insights into the translation.
0: do you ask uh yeah the reason that's... oh um uh well as as close as we could figure, perhaps it was some sort of um, ancient earth script. Very difficult to to uh, to isolate uh, and find a find a, a relative, as far as we are con concerned, or as we know, there are no extant languages which use this script, particular script.
2: Mm. Written in Southern Californian, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's written in leet.
3: <laughs> I wonder if it was proprietary, perhaps cooked up by a group. Or a company for a particular purpose.
0: Oh, like a code, you mean?
3: Sort of a
0: cipher, yeah. Yes, it, it it's it's possible. Yeah. Making up an entirely new writing language for, for the purposes of a particular code. yeah, It's possible.
3: But without having eyes on it, we would not be able to test that hypothesis.
1: We have pictures of it here, though, right? Oh, yeah. Can we see the photographs?
0: Oh, yes, of course. She goes over to the now-open safe takes out a, a, a folder opens the folder on the on the display table and shows you um, photos and she says uh, she points out the you see this disc which is you know uh, it's a round fairly flat disc it has the concentric uh, lines of um, circles of, of uh, script uh, and the uh, the central circular kind of gemstone she points to uh, to Photos as uh, as you can see, it's a uh, well. Maybe you can't see. It's a it's a little less than a foot in diameter. Uh, the gemstone was obviously not of interest to us, uh, although it, it seems to be an entirely useless uh, mineral. Maybe she wouldn't say useless, but entirely inconsequential. Uh, and uh, inconsequential. Less perfect. That's precisely what she says. an Inconsequential mineral. Are the rings fixed? Oh yes, the, these are simply. Carvings uh, in the the clay or stone,
2: and, and it probably they have a complete set of photos so we we can see how thick it is and all that good stuff.
0: It thins out toward the edges, but uh, it's I mean it's no thicker than a little centimeter, so like a a little less than half an inch at at the thinnest, uh, and about an inch in the middle. And the backside's completely unadorned, or uh, the backside is also has these concentric um, lines of of uh, text scribbled on both sides. Do you have copies of these photos? Uh well yes. But
2: uh Well I'm thinking of the Baron because you know it is his property and at least you'd
0: have the photos. You can see that it that it it paints her, but she puts all the photos in the folder and she both hands and, and her head bowed as if, you know, of of course the Baron should have the photos, even though it's the only thing they have left of the, <laughs> the thing <that laughs> they've been researching. I, I imagine they have the negatives, though, so... Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, let him know... If, uh, let him know. Uh, did we ever get her name?
0: Uh, I think her name tags says Hedvig. We'll
3: definitely let the, the Baron know, and he'll probably be most grateful. In the meantime, keep them safe, Dr. Hedvig.
1: Head out and head to the, the bar.
0: Cool. So you get there, mm-hmm. no problem. Park outside. There's a crowd now starting to form in the afternoon with the uh, students uh, going there to socialize after after lectures. live music uh, let's let's call it European post-medieval dance music. There you go. That's what it sounds like <laughs> <laughs> like the, some of the music inst- musical instruments sounds like crumb horns and and medieval drums and stuff, but it's all this, it's also got it like an electrical beat. That kid's not bad with
1: the crumb horn. <laughs> with the crumb horn. I don't know how you tell. <laughs> Obviously, first,
0: do we see Emma? D- yeah, roll a d6. Actually, don't roll a d6. How are you looking for Emma? With her eyes. You just, like, first thing you do, you, you, you go in the, into the bar and you start just scan the crowd. Start scanning the crowd. Uh, so there's, there's a dance area, clearly, uh, and there's a DJ, quote unquote, who's presenting the 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 dance music with medieval elements. Depending on how big it
1: is and how many people, you know, maybe if we have to spread out to kind of make it quick
0: yeah, you you'll have to because the you know then there's the, the bathroom area. There's a there's a second floor uh, with the, with a view of the dance floor with the seats. There's the bar. There's the seats across from the bar. All that stuff.
2: i'll I'll not and I'll head for the stairs up to the second floor. right you know I've lost a jacket, I've lost a tie, I've lost the hat, so I've got my old hat on I'm no longer, I'm no longer dressed like I was going to see the baron, all right?
0: <laughs> and your old hat is a what a leather
2: Oh yeah, leather cap.
0: <laughs> so when you walk past the dance floor and and up the stairs, some of the students on the dance floor point to you and they they do like they they mimic flying a, a fighter plane or something clearly mis- mistaking your hat for, like, a, you being a pilot.
2: Oh, I give him a thumbs up as I go
0: up, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and And the other two, you do you scan, like, the bar or, or dance floor? or Point of you cover the dance floor. I'll cover the bar. All right. All right, so bar. There are two bartenders uh, tending the bar currently. Um, one appears to be, like, an uh, older owner. He's engaged in, in some kind of flirtatious... Fl- ugh, flirtatious? Flirtatious. Back and forth with uh, some some uh, university students on one end, and then you have um, kind of a punk-looking student bartender, essentially, uh, who looks a bit bored. And so when you go toward the bars, you know she steps forward, uh, leans forward, and goes, "Can I get you anything?"
1: I'm uh, looking for somebody who I think frequents this bar, and I maybe I, I probably got one of the pictures of Emma.
0: Yeah, she looks down. She clearly recognizes her, but she's like, uh, yeah, uh, what do you want with her?
1: Uh, she's a friend of a friend
0: who's gone missing. Gone missing, huh? Really? Uh yeah. But uh, she's okay? I guess you don't know if you're looking for her.
1: Yeah, I hope she's okay.
0: How do you know her? How'd you get this photo?
1: Friend of a friend. Is this
0: friend called Adrian?
1: It would be called Adrian, yes.
0: you seen him recently? Nah. But, um, Emma, there's, uh, she hasn't been in recently. Uh, we were gonna go check out the new Bauhaus, uh, not Bauhaus, the new Capitolian, um, she mentioned some Capitolian blockbuster that, uh, that uh, probably you would have had a supporting role in uh, if you hadn't had your misfortune.
1: <laughs> yeah, here it's really great.
0: Mm, but, uh, she didn't show, so.
1: Oh, that's, uh, troubling. I guess when was the last time you saw her and, Last time you saw Adrian,
0: it was last night. We were going to see the the afternoon showing, but she didn't show.
1: And the last time you seen Adrian was the same at the same time.
0: i uh, look, I don't hang out with Adrian. Uh, I don't know what she sees in him.
1: Well, so you don't know when the last time you saw him here.
0: Uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Okay. Like I don't work here every day. It's just uh, just three uh, D weekdays out of uh, out of seven. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he was here. Maybe he wasn't.
1: Can you tell me where she lives lived so we can check in on her?
0: like you're not a creep or anything, right? You really are, Adrian's friend?
1: How do I look like some love-crazed student?
0: <laughs> All right, roll me a charisma. Or uh, what personality in this game, yeah. I do have sway. Okay, cool. Yeah, partial. Uh, so she says, like, um, look, you don't seem like a bad guy, but um, I don't know. How do I know you actually know, Adrian?
1: Oh, he's probably in the picture with
0: her. Well, you could have taken that.
1: Did I get her to kiss it on the back too?
0: So, you know, she snatches that up, kind of looks at it, hands it over. Yeah, okay, fine. There's an apartment up on, on Soderstrasse over there. And she points, you know, you go out, you turn left, you walk up four blocks, and uh, you'll find it. It's uh, 4B. Thanks. So
1: then I'll go looking for my companions.
0: Okay. Meanwhile, uh, on the dance floor, you know, you're walking around there, Ava, and keeping an eye out for Emma. And um, you see, like, a tall, salt-and-pepper-haired, maybe 50, in a uh, fine Bauhaus uh, suit, uh, step out of the men's room, kind of adjust his uh, tie, and walk toward the exit. Seems to be no coincidence.
3: Let's
0: track him. Okay. You just hang on to him? Yeah. Hang back and, and see where he goes? Right you pass the bar about the same time that um, Weld turns around and he's going to look for you and and Harry? I just kind of say
3: suit and have him follow my eyes.
0: I see. If I make the guy,
1: then I'll go in with the the stalking mode.
0: Okay. Uh, Harry is somewhere on the upper floor (laughs) still, so... Unless you're going to inform him, then he'll probably be uh, approached by uh, some some students who th- think it's cool that there's a, a fighter pilot here.
2: If they buy me a drink, I will regale them with stories that are mostly aspirational. I'm
3: not yeah. going to put my finger up to a big earpiece and say, Harry,
0: Harry. <laughs> <laughs> you look around up there. You don't see her. You might actually catch, uh, catch Ava walking toward the bar because you can see down onto the down.
2: Do I notice them both looking the same direction?
0: Uh, you, can't, you can't see um, Weld from here. You're you are above Weld, so to speak. If I don't see her, I'm going to head back down. So they're up to okay, you. Okay, you see both the backs of both uh, Weld and Steiner going toward the exit.
2: Uh you know, dance my way through the crowd and try to catch up with <laughs> <for> them.
0: <laughs> sure.
2: And considering I have a coordination of plus two,
1: I dance pretty well through the crowd.
0: So don't step on anybody. What's up? Maybe our other visitor. So once Ava once has pointed out this guy to you, well, he takes a left, and then he walks up Soderstrasse.:
1: Keep following, and I'll mention to others that he may be heading to the girlfriends.
0: That is concerning.: Yeah. He stops outside of B, which is a, a, you know, a, a section basically of um, it's the, the address, and uh, looks at the plate outside for occupants. Then he gives the door a push. And, uh, I mean, you're not close enough that, you know, you'd be easily noticed, but even you can hear that there's a crack, like he just broke the door and steps inside.
1: Okay. I think we need to hurry and I'll yep. start hustling and I'll, uh, get out my pistol.
2: Bring in action. Running up. A, I'm running up there too, Chris.
0: I'm faster than the other two. Are you trying to get there first?
2: Uh, if I think we might be in danger, Yeah. But I'm not going to go straight into the door. I'm going to go up and, you know, so I yeah. gun up, side up, and peek around the corners inside. the
0: Doors and corners. That's where they get yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So you'll peek around the corners. Uh, you can see him vanishing a uh, narrow staircase. That up, uh, If you squint at the plate outside, you see that there's a Emma Heigl living in, on, on uh, the second floor. Like I'll apartment two B or something like that.
2: I thought it was four B.
0: Four B is the uh, the gate, the, the section, thing. and okay. then apartment two uh, B.
2: I was just stepping back a little bit, looking up, and looking to see if I if I could climb up to the next
1: story. Well, he's doing that though. I'm hustling after the guy.
0: Okay. Yes. Uh, you could possibly climb with some effort. It would take time though. Yeah, I'm following after. Okay. And Ava? make sure to give well to cover. So, well, do you mean to hustle after catch up to the man, or do you have a different plan? Uh, yeah, I
1: want to catch up to him.
0: Okay, he has basically gone up the stairs, turned turned the corner, and taken a few steps, you know, into the the corridor where the the apartments are. When you're up up on the landing, and he kind of. He hears you coming up the the stairs, right? So he turns around, looks at you, and you have your gun in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing he does is like he, he raises his hands in a don't shoot position and kind of backs, takes a step back a bit so that you can pass by him if that's what you intend.
1: He wasn't carrying anything, right? No. Breaking and entering. That's a crime. What were you in such a hurry that you needed to break in for?
0: Uh, you see there's a tick, there's an odd tick in one of his eyes, like it twitches, and then he starts coming into motion, and uh, let's, coordination, whatever you want to do, you're going to do it first if you succeed at your coordination thing here. Otherwise, he's going to dash for you, grab you, prevent you from shooting or doing anything, other, anything else. Okay. It's partial. In the event that he just started moving in a threatening manner towards, Weld? What would Weld do? I shoot him. Okay. So you shoot him, but he redirects the barrel of the gun. So it kind of like, it grazes an arm, like ruins his suit. You can still inflict like a D6. Huh, one. <laughs> Not very bad. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he p- gives you a, a shove and you go flying. Well, he rather wrenches you. So you go you're flying down the stairs into, I guess, for um whoever's next is it uh uh ava yeah, yeah i was uh
3: keeping cover on him okay. so
0: ava if you I don't want to be flattened room. with with weld uh, give me a coordination all right partial. partial so you're not flattened you maybe catch weld a bit so he doesn't fall and hurts himself terribly but your your intended cover action maybe if you wanted to back or something that is lost and the guy at the at the top, he ducks back behind uh, out of out of view, and you can hear his footfalls um, on the floor above, running probably toward the door. So what I'm is? Right um, yes, you.
2: I'm I'm right behind. I see it to him bump up against the thing. I sort of like, pardon me, and I'm trying to go past him and help the stairs. Coordination, like coordination
0: to, coordination to n- navigate past them. Yep. All right. So you do, but it's I, not. It's a very narrow staircase.
2: I get slowed down, so I make it to the yeah. top of the stairs, but that's about it.
0: Oh, strain, you can get a success. Uh,
1: <laughs> you, that's true. That's true.
2: Do I want to strain
0: now? No, I'm not going to strain now. So as, you, as you're as you about to reach the the, the landing, uh, you can hear the a breaking and splintering of, of maybe a door or something. Well, uh, and hear, you, can,
1: you can hear screaming.
0: people screaming. And then when you're up there, you can see that one of the doors at the end is, is wide open and yep. you can hear screams from in there. Yeah. Now we got to strain and save those people.
2: No, I'm going to you know, go as fast as I can and probably do a John Woo
0: into the room if I see him shoot him. So, so you have to turn a corner into the room. You get a glimpse of the man holding mm-hmm. a uh, man who's maybe 30, uh, looks a, who looks like he hasn't slept for a bit, and on the floor beside them uh, you, you recognize uh, Emma. So the guy uh, has, you know, his back inside it to you.
2: Like I said, I'm popping. If I see him, I'm, you know... Yeah, coordination.
0: Coordination. Yep. Boom. No problem. <laughs> D6. Okay. Not bad. Okay. So so you hit him, center mass, and uh, he staggers a bit. He drops the, the guy, who, and uh, Emma crawls away into an adjoining, room, maybe a kitchen, uh, weld.
1: Trying to get there as quickly as I can.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. So... You you basically reach it, reach the door. Is Eva doing the same thing?
1: Yeah, of course.
3: I'm behind the other two, so it'll be like well, if he does get a weapon, cover mm-hmm. fire.
0: Okay, bends down to uh, grab, presumably uh, uh, Sobel.
1: Well, we've had we have pictures of Sobel with Emma, right? So we'd know if it was him.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's most likely Sobel. So he he grabs uh, that guy. Uh, and is going to start dragging him further into the apartment away from the gunfire, but uh, anyone in the doorway can act first, so that would be...
2: Well, I thought it was, I was fully in there, was
0: Okay, it? I mean, you could have been in the hallway, for sure. Nah, in the apartment, nah. but in the hallway, if you want.
2: He's not hauling away uh, Sobel. I'm shooting him again. Right. Oh, I will strain. Okay. Ooh, oh, great. Okay. He's bending over. Guess what's pointing it closest to my gun? head.
0: Yeah, okay. So you you hit you hit the side of his head, he falls forward, so you can't quite see what kind of damage you did, but there's a lot of blood. Sobel kind of kicks away and, and, and kicks off. You're very close to him now. Weld and and Ava. Uh, you're outside the apartment still, but you can look in. What do you do? I wanna
1: get in there and uh if this guy is still moving around, I'll try to
0: knock him down.
2: Don't you have handcuffs?
0: Yeah. So he's he's kind of on his knees, but his top the top of him has fallen, you know, flat on the floor, basically. And there's there's blood spattered. You can see one arm kind of lifting up oddly, as as if to like lever him up. But it seems all like, almost like it's a marionette figure, like a a person. It's like he's being controlled to do it rather than doing it himself.
2: Another Terminator? I don't know. I don't want another
0: Terminator. <laughs> Said, I'll, I rush in,
1: step on him, push
0: him down. All right, give me a strength, I guess. You want to help there, um, Harry?
2: Sure, I'll give all help. Uh, I got a strength of zero, so I'll do a roll for, I'll do a quick roll first.
0: All you need is a seven, I guess. Okay,
2: and nope. I'm not going to strain him now. So okay. yeah, I'm just like backed up. Yeah, nope, nope.
0: <laughs> okay, Personal. I guess you wrestle with him, right? And you, you have occupied him for now. Um, So instead of getting up, you're kind of you're on top of him and you're face to face. And part of his face has been blown away, like a part of his eye eye socket and and that stuff has been severely, severely damaged. And there's this ugly black, like viscous liquid that's kind of pouring into the the missing parts and trying to reform into the semblance of a face. Right. (laughs) He's a mutant you can you can hear Emma screaming from the kitchen and and soba's like, mutant! Light
3: for us
0: what's Emma doing?
3: Is this thing between me and the kitchen?
0: No, uh, you can easily dash into the kitchen if you wish,
3: okay, so I can advance to the kitchen entrance and change the and start changing my ammo and tell Emma to get out of the apartment behind
0: me uh, give me a give me a charisma to to. To, to, to convey the information, convincing enough manner that Emma does what you her, want her to do during these circumstances.
3: Yeah, it's dangerous here. Get out.
0: So she, We're straining. she, she, uh, she grabs uh, and Adrian. We gotta We have to get Adrian.
3: And Adrian is in the living room. The with room, everybody the living room. On the
0: other side of the wrestling weld and uh, and a t- attacker and um, and uh, Harry.
3: Stay behind me. And I guess on the next action, I'm going to be advancing. Okay. Because I Harry. know that she won't leave without
0: him. A difficulty me shooting into melee. I mean, there's always a risk. If you draw poorly, you're gonna hit.
2: Poor, poor Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to just sort of take take aim and shoot at 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 that head again. See if I hit.
0: Sorry ahead of time. Oh, full success.
2: Yeah. Yep, and that's a
0: four with the second hit and the kind yeah. of trauma it it inflicts, the body slumps, mm-hmm. uh, and tw- and lies there twitching. You were kind of at a risk there, well, of, of him overpowering you in the next moment. Then, bam, he's on the floor, hardly black, moving.
2: Black gook everywhere. Should I put bullet into him just in case?
0: What has your reason you to read
2: really
3: <laughs> If he moves, yeah. I want to try a rat on him. Oh, that's a red grenade red? though. That's a Oh, that's a grenade. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't do
0: fill the entire room with, with the horrible chemical oh. defoliant. Yeah. She, <laughs> she kinda of forces her way past you and, and up to Sobel who who's kind of staggering up uh and looks all like wide eyed and, and crazed. Um yeah. and she's like, Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah I'm I'm, uh, I'm okay. Who who are you people? Heard
3: Sternberg was concerned for your safety.
0: I i told him not to come near. I told him he should have listened Light preserve. Comes above. What's going on?
1: Start talking.
0: The disc, the disc, the disc is cursed. I, I told him the disc is cursed. I've tried, I've tried to tell him the disc is cursed. It whispers horrible things. Where is it? It called, it called things in, into, into, into being, that thing. And he points to a twitching body on the, well, in the suit. Came, okay. and Emma is like, "You're, you're talking nonsense. Get, calm
3: down." Is this the man that visited you eight days ago at our showcase?
0: Yes, yes. He, he, This—that's when he 1st uh, he, he just—he just came into being in the street. I—I I was terrified. I ran up and, and hid in my apartment, but he came after me. He knew where I was. Then I presume the tablet is not here now. Well, no, I—I—I I, I, I hid it. Of course I, I I couldn't possibly bring it here it would probably it would, put what if, what if it would summon to other things and clearly it would have
3: to be sealed back in the sarcophagus where its influence could be stopped what it would have to be sealed back in the thing that it was originally in to stop it from summoning more evil
0: beings he almost has a has a like, yes, a paroxysm of, 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 like, terror, and, like, there are more of these things? No, I
3: am proposing a course of action to make sure that there won't be. But it came in
0: a thing. That's, like, the thing.
3: Wait. Calm down. Let's deal with your trauma first. Okay, give You're me in shock? Of, uh, personality. Let's get you
0: some Give me a personality roll. All right, okay. Good. So he, he closes his eyes, tries to breathe calmly. Uh, it's down. And Emma's like, uh, should we Should we call the police? Should we, what? Oh. No. No? Should... I would say
3: that's either between Sternberg or, I hate to say it, the Brotherhood.
0: If this this isn't normal. She points at the twitching thing that's just No, black-y. it's not normal. <laughs>
3: and that's why the Brotherhood would be the most interested here.
0: I want
1: to search the pockets of uh, our victim here.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. I think it has a, there's a little folded... Note, uh, that seems to have been scribbled in haste, and it's the address for this building. Other than that, it doesn't have, appear to have anything. No keys, no weapon, no ID. Besides
2: the black goop, does it look like he's been living in those clothes for a couple of days?
0: Maybe it led, like he's been wearing it for a couple of days, yeah. But not sleeping in them. He probably should give Steinberg a call. He'll Hall. Di- he'll want the disc back uh if you say that out loud, then Sobel is like no, no no, no we we look we cannot we have to find we have to i don't know we uh, the, well, I guess now we should call the brotherhood, we have to call the brotherhood, of course, we should call the brotherhood the they need to isolate this thing, this is clearly evil, and you've been studying it well i'm i'm you know <laughs> like he looks like he hasn't slept for a week you know, hollow eyes, crazy hair, grimy, It's like I'm fine. It didn't look like you'd made the breakthrough, but have you? And it's not written down? Well, I mean, I, now I'm convinced it, it's clearly not you. It, it must be some kind of some kind of uh, weapon of the dark soul. And then he but quotes you, some, some passage from the Book of Law that is uh, you know, equivalent to some Bible passage about the end of the world.
3: But you never did identify the language. No, not translated the tablet. No,
0: no, and we can't. We can't. We, we absolutely not. We cannot attempt it. What if? What if it calls down some curse upon all of us?
3: Well, that would explain it being no known language.
2: I'll look over at Jack. Well, your call, Jack.
1: So, what were the exact
0: agreements? Uh, Check on Sobel. Ascertain what's going on with Sobel, and find and return the disk. Well, we got part of that done.
2: Also, I'm keeping the air ear open, because we're in the apartment, and we just been we fired up a couple of shots, and I'm waiting yeah. for the police sirens. Police should be police.
0: arriving, yeah. Uh, well, Sobel is is clearly not himself, uh, and mm. raving a bit. It's very difficult to tell whether or not anything he says is real. I mean, it might be, you know, he's in such a state, even though he's calm now, that... I kind of don't believe that this guy just
1: appeared out of nowhere in the middle of the street. No
3: very careful to not have any identification, but clearly an Weird. agent, not a summoned yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. Well, if we, uh, get the the disc and, uh, tell our client of the dangers and that it should probably be turned over to the Brotherhood.
3: Yeah, he'll do that. He's very rational and he's a very rational individual. I'm sure that he, uh, he will do the right thing.
1: Having it probably has very inherent dangers and he... Might not want to endanger himself and his family. Exactly. We
2: we hear police storming up the stairs?
1: Uh, no, you no. do not. Okay, Zobel, where is it?
3: Check out the window. We need up to down the stairs.
1: secure this thing. There may be whoever sent this guy may have sent others.
0: Uh, yeah, you, uh, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Uh, but we will be care, we have to be careful when we retrieve it, and it has to go straight to the Brotherhood, of course. Are, are we all agreed? Uh... Straight to the Brotherhood. Yeah, you know,
1: it should go to the Brotherhood. Uh, yes, get yourselves together here, and I'll uh, make a quick call.
0: I'm keeping watch over the stairway. There's a phone in the apartment, so that's not an issue.
1: I'll make a call to Sternberg.
0: Okay. You get uh, a servant at first. Reach the Sternberg residence. How may I help? You, talk to boss. This
1: is Jack Weld. It's about the thing he hired me for. It's very important.
0: One moment. Moments later, you hear... Ah, Mr. Veld, have you made any progress?
1: Yes, it, it appears this disc is, uh, extremely dangerous. There is forces looking to, uh, take it. Uh, we encountered one of those, a mutant, and you should probably look to turn this thing over to the Brotherhood to avoid the dangers inherent in having this thing around you.
0: The line is quiet for a moment, and then he says fairly gravely, uh, are you sure this is uh, the right belt? I would have to have some sort of assurance that this is uh, truly the case. We could bring the body of this thing to you if that would satisfy you. Uh, could you s- describe this thing? It's human-looking,
1: though uh, it has this black icker oozing from it. It took uh, quite a bit to bring it down.
0: Very well. Uh, I shall trust in your judgment this time. Please do not mention any other related objects if you wish to turn this over the
1: uh confidentiality of our clients is uh most in our minds thank you thank you mr
0: mr weld this grieves me but uh, if it must be so then it must be so Afraid so and
1: after that i make a call to uh what's his name Salvatore.
0: uh hmm maybe or duval. maybe maybe he or, or duval has given you some some uh, references on Venus. (laughs) And I would make that call that if we had some
1: strange, horrible uh, (laughs) thing of evil,
0: where could we drop it (laughs) off? (laughs) This context says to stay put and that uh, an expert will appear and and aid you in the retrieval of this uh, object just to be certain that you are not ill-affected. Oh, I have not been near the object myself. Well, that is good. So after, uh, in total, maybe 10 minutes, two police cars show up. It's both plainclothes police and uh, and patrolman police. Moments later, uh, a tall, lanky, dark-clad, it looks like an accountant, shows up. So they they show up at first and take a quick look at what you've done. And before they get to say anything, basically, a person walks in and says... Nobody touch anything. You, 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 out. And uh, he, you know, looks every one of you each in turn as if he's staring through your soul. And he points to Sobel and says, you, outside the blue sedan, back seat, wait. And, you know, Sobel looks like uh, his eyes are wide and looks almost like he's compelled to do what he's being told. And Emma's like, but where's he? Can I? I'm going with him. And then she gets her coat and the two of them walk. Out there, and then he turns to you and says, "Well, do you want to um, come with and ascertain the acquisition of this uh, thing, or is this man all I need?" We would like to be certain, also. We
1: want to be certain that this thing is uh, not out there in the world. Complete our our contract.
2: Yeah, I put a fresh magazine in and say, "Yeah, you may need some. They need some
0: cover fire."
2: Okay. <laughs> so we walk back to the car and we'll follow
0: after him. All right he drives the blue sedan down to the river so directs him uh, down a, a rickety rusted ladder down the side of this uh, brick um, riverfront um, into like a, a an an outgoing pipe for factory sludge climbs inside uh, and after a little time uh, he comes back out with uh, a, a dirty blanket which he, he climbs up with and then he, when he's up he unfolds the blanket a bit just to be sure that uh, what he's got is the right thing, and you can see the disc with the innocuous uh, pink um, mineral yeah. in the center, and then he folds it again.
2: So, is it, and uh, I make a hand motion, evil? Uh,
0: that is not for me to say, Mr. Uh, I did not get your name.
2: Harry. Harry he- Hewitt.
0: Devereux.
2: In good hands now.
0: It will be. Thank you for this service. And uh, do not be surprised if uh, other. Uh, Clerks call on you for uh, further information interrogation. Always happy to help in the service of the light. <laughs> 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 he nods, yeah. climbs into his uh, blue car and he drives off.
2: With Emma and Sobel? Yes. As they drive off and tell him we took we still have the
3: photograph. Well if it's the thing itself that's cursed. Professor
2: Heigold's already contacted Steinburner about with the photographs.
0: I mean you have the photos. Yeah. They have the negatives. They have the negatives, true. We go give those to Sternberg. Yeah. All right. So maybe we have we have a final scene with you handing over the the photographs. Him handing over his check. Yes. Well, no, to, actually. To philanthropy, to charity. No, he was never going to pay us. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's all being handled by his he, by his clerks. He does, you know.
0: however, shake all his hands, which is a considerable gesture. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I always accept the drink he offers me, so I get a drink out of it.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Martian whiskey, you know. Good stuff. Yeah. Perhaps if there are any doors in your way in the future, I'll be able to open them. I do appreciate Grateful. you handling this matter, even though it did not go the way I would have hoped. At least I have still these photos. It, is, it was always the story I was after. You understand? Not so much. The object. No. Oh, uh, be careful. <laughs> I will. I will. And uh, good luck on your adventures here on Venus, gentlemen and lady. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. All right. Yay.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Great. Uh, so did we actually make any money off of this? Or was this more like uh, Mar- Marita, Mariti, Moretti? Moretti covers them-
0: your expenses for this one. Yeah. Right. Uh, and uh, in exchange, basically, Moretti is getting some, some clout with uh, Bauhaus Nobility. And, of course, if any one of you wants to take uh something like uh um uh, contact um is that what it's called yeah contact event and you want to pick Bauhaus then then uh, sternberg is a great example of or Vivian if you prefer yeah. his wife, right? Um did get along well with her. Yeah. All right. So, thank you for today. Yeah, good mm-hmm. times. Thank you. Yep. Have a good one.
1: Right. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye bye.
0: So next, next time you'll be a little more ready for
2: dealing with the uh, forces of 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 darkness,
0: I might feel a little more comfortable throwing more of them at you
3: <laughs> let's Let's deal with the forces of grayness first
0: yeah. <laughs> Beware the gray soul. <laughs>
1: it's the tag where I mentioned. you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at SundaySkypers at Zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.